by Ross. And I'm really bored of watching bad movies. I'm Phil and this is Ross and Phil Talk. This is Ross and Phil, probably going to be quite grumpy about a couple of different movies, right? Um, But before we get to that, my friend, how are you doing? Well, uh, pretty well, actually. Yeah. Yeah, let's... Yeah, let's just say pretty well. That's good. How about you? Any any story behind that, or is it just pretty well? Not specifically. Just you know, the last few weeks have been sort of fairly pleasant. Well, <laughs> nice to have that change. You know? That's very very good. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, no, I'm okay. I'm okay. I, I'll be honest though. I mean, I, I said it in in the intro. I have done not, like since I watched Top Gun, and it's not because Top Gun is the high watermark of cinema, by the way, but everything I've watched since I've watched Top Gun. I can say with my hand on my heart has been crap and quite horrifically crap as well. I so, um we, we were talking about this ourselves. The films I've seen some good films since Top Gun. I've seen oh, some. I haven't. <laughs> I've, I've seen some, some which we'll get into. But the the other, but let's put the Top Gun Maverick bit into perspective being a blockbuster. Yeah. We've seen the other big blockbuster which is just awful, just absolutely awful. Well, we'll get uh, to and that. I, and I, yeah, we will. And also seen an independent film, well, by a specific writer, sci-fi writer, that was absolutely awful. And I've seen, I've seen certain, I don't know, people on Facebook or so whatever, social media and stuff, saying positive things about both films. And I think those people, or me, should be thrown into a sanitarium. Yeah, no, 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 not you, because I, I, I'm very much with you on this. So, I, okay, let's do it. So, let's not bury the lead on it. We are going to be talking Jurassic World Dominion, we're going to be talking men, we are going to be talking mm-hmm. memory. Um, mm-hmm. and uh, because I, again, I'm not hugely, I'm still not watching a load of films at the moment, I'm still like balls deep on TV. We've just started watching Pam and Tommy, which is really good, actually. And have you not seen at all what I expected? Have you seen a particular scene where he talks to... Uh, yes, uh, yes, yes. Do you know where who he plays has a conversation the... with his penis? Do you know who plays that? No. It's one of my favourite comedy actors, Jason Manzoukas. <laughs> He's perfect. He's perfect. That, is, yeah, really that is... You know when you sometimes you watch something and you just go, well, that was unexpected. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and we've also been watching um, The Staircase with Colin oh, yes. Firth, um, which is another... Yeah, with uh, Tony Collette. Um, I, so, Tony Collette, right? She just, I don't think she's aged in like 20 years. She just. I think when we, when we first met her, was it Muriel's Wedding? Muriel's Wedding, Muriel's yeah. Wedding? She sort of looked like she was 41 then. Yeah. And now she looks like she's maybe 46. Yeah, so she's so. Maybe, got, maybe a little bit. She's got the Keith Richards thing, right? When Keith Richards looked 90 when he was younger, and now he's 90, you know, there or thereabouts, he actually looks really good for his age. But Tony Collette just looks fantastic. And, like, mm. she just she just looked like, I'm like, I'm just like, she just doesn't, every time I see her in something, I'm like, she's been around forever. Yeah, Muriel's wedding was, what? It was Muriel's wedding, right? Yeah, that sounds right. Like, it, it was a long time ago. Yet she still doesn't look her when she probably looks better now than she did in Muriel's wedding. Yeah, it's entirely possible. Very strange. <laughs> anyway, 
Um, so, so I'm not like we, we usually do our what we've seen, but because I haven't really seen very much other than Jurassic World and um, Maine. Um, oh, I do have a funny story to tell you though. Okay. I wanted to watch that horror film Dash Cam that's that's everyone's oh, talking yes. about. Yeah, Jed Shepherd and Rob yeah. Savage. So I thought I found it on, on online. So I was like, oh, cool, I'll, I'll rent this. That's fine. It's a couple of yeah. quid. It's not going to break the fucking bank. So I sat down and started watching Dash Cam, and it was a completely different movie. <laughs> it's like <laughs> there's another movie called Dash Cam out in 2021. That's there are like two Dash Cam films. Yeah, but this is a but this is like a COVID um, set political thriller. Ah, okay. So it was filmed during COVID. So it obviously it's of, of those limitations, but it's, it's actually not bad. It wasn't bad at oh, all. Oh, Larry, Larry Fessenden's in it. I'm yeah. of Larry Fessenden. That's fine. Um, it wasn't bad at all, but it just wasn't. Because I got about 20 minutes in and I'm like. This can't be the same. This is like, this isn't like a horror film set in a car. Did I go outside in a car? It's something. And I was like, I'm just going to have a look on IMDb. And I was like, I'm watching the wrong series, a wrong film. <laughs> So there you go. So look, uh, why don't you do what you've seen most recently, your old film and your new film, and then we'll crack into yes. domination and men. And uh, I want to kind of touch a little bit on memory, all of which I'm going to be honest and say, were not my favorite films I've seen this year. <laughs> no, to- totally understood. I'm going to touch very, so maybe we'll get into them later on in terms of new films, but my new films, include my, my most recent new film, uh, Niffy and I went to the wonderful picture house central yesterday and saw yes. All my friends hate me. No, but they don't, Ross. That's that's harsh. Well, we well, I you. saw I saw that all my friends hate me. So, uh, no, no, no. But, but, but we love you. Like, do, maybe, do we need? Do we need to? Do we? Do we need to have a bit of a talk? Yeah, that might be worse. I don't know. Because... Um, it's very enjoyable comedy, and I'll use this word lightly: thriller. Um, have you? Have you? Have you? Have you? Have you, have you heard that? <laughs> No, I, yeah. I, do you know what? I didn't, I didn't know anything about it until I saw it on a bus stop the other day. Right. So, yeah, like, so, um, so uh, funny enough, we saw a trailer for it before. I didn't even know what it was. Um, and there's a slightly, <coughs> there's a slight, when you, as you, as the film builds, you do get this ever so slight vibe of, of things like men. It's nothing like men, by the way. Oh, but it, oh, because, well, because it's, no. because, it's uh, because our protagonist goes out into the countryside to a big okay. house. Oh, right, so it's all about thirty-three stuff. minutes. Is it that long? Was it that long? Sorry, one hour thirty-three minutes. Yeah, yeah, that's better. Yeah, sorry, that's what um, I meant. Yeah, my my, a, my my brain just just completely didn't read that. It's got a great British cast. You've got uh, Tom Stoughton, who also co-wrote it. Uh, you've got Joshua McGuire, who's great in things like Lovesick, which used to be called Scrotal Recall. Uh, Antonia Clark. Scrotal uh, you, Recall. Yeah. It, 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 became, it became Lovesick uh, when it went to Netflix. But it was a, the Scrotal Recall is a terrible title, but it's a really enjoyable comedy show. Really, it's really a good brilliant show. title as well. Yeah, it's awful. <laughs> uh, Dustin Denry Burns from Cardinal Burns is fantastic yeah, cool. in the film. Uh, Christopher Fairbank, who's been in everything. He, he was the guy in Batman. You know, what are you? Like brilliant Georgina Campbell. Anyway, it's a relatively small cast in a sort of. There's a single location. There's a couple of breakout locations, but it's mostly a single location. And it's a guy who's sort of just hit 31. Uh, it's his birthday. He goes to sort of reunite with his university friends uh, at a mansion in in Devon, massive like country estate in Devon, which is uh, owned by the parents of one of his university friends. And it's better not to spoil it because it. it it goes to places that are very interesting. The performances are excellent. The visuals are great. 
and it's quite relatable. But as Niffy said, it feels like maybe four or five percent of the population in total would be able to relate to it. It's kind of it's kind of bit, I found it really niche. interesting. Yeah, niche. It's definitely niche and a bit indie, but in a good way. And I was never bored. I I never went to the toilet, which is uh, quite well, in, strange. In one hour thirty one minutes, Ross. I I, I agree with you, but you know what I mean? Like, as in, just in terms of, well, I'm bored now, I'm going to go to the loop. Yeah, nothing like that happened. It was kept... It, it, it sort of promises to be a darker affair than it actually becomes, uh, but that's fine. So it subverts a bit of the what's going to happen, what's going to happen kind of thing, because that's kind of what it's doing all the way through, what's going to happen. And it kind of subverts that a bit. And I, and I recommend it. It is a bit televisual, but uh, for a new film, it's good. And it's one of the other things I'll say about it is it's a welcome antidote to a lot of the shite that we're going to be talking about <laughs> it really uh, is it's a much, good. it's a char- it's got charm and, and it's got humor okay. and it's got it's it does a few good misleads and things like that and it's a it's yeah it's, it's a really it's a i don't ever need to see it again but i'm really glad we, i think we both were very glad we actually went to see it, it okay it sort of deserves support if you see what i mean nice kind of thing. Okay. Uh, and, then the, and then the newest film well that's sorry that's the newest film and then the new older. old film, most recent older film that we saw. Funnily enough, well, we've been doing the Mission Impossible rewatch, so we watched Mission Impossible 2, which I do dun, like. Dun, dun, like, it's the weakest of the franchise. The last a, half hour is... By a long shot, a, right? Yeah. But the but, last half hour is terrific. The last half hour is terrific. Like, it really is good. John Woo by the numbers, though. It's like... It, it is. And here come it the dubs. And here comes it the is. slow motion. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. You're, you're right, it is. But having watched Paycheck again recently... It's so much better than that. Yeah, <laughs> so look, there's enough to enjoy in it, but make I, I mean, last year, I think it was last year, maybe post COVID or oh. around COVID, we did a rewatch of um, the Mission Impossible movies. And Ooh. I was surprised how, how much I, I, I like Mission Impossible 1, I think, has aged not well. I know you disagree. Yeah, I think I Mission Impossible like 2 it. has aged better than I remember. I agree. Three. Watching it, watching it all the way through this time, and with Niffy, who I don't think had seen it before, I don't think I because I always remember kind of taking the piss out of like his Tom in slow motion, his Tom yeah. running, his, which is present and correct. Um, it's the worst of John Woo in a film, isn't it? It's like it's, it's like well, it's John Woo by the numbers. I still think I still think Paycheck is much worse, but that's oh yeah, that's another story. But 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 you're right. It is it is Woo by the numbers in in some ways. But the, the last half hour really does pay the film off really, really well. And everyone's performances are really good. Um, and it's an interesting cast, like a genuinely interesting cast. And the first time you see the mask pulling off thing, which they then obviously use all the way through, that holds up in... It's, this film is 22 years old. Yeah. And the, the, the CG transitioning rubber mask thingy, whatever they do, is brilliant and looks completely real. It still looks completely real. And I also stand by the fact that I think the soundtrack is excellent, even though it kind of dates it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Biscuit, yeah, the theme. But, it, but the, it's excellent. The Hans Zimmer music is fantastic. And, and the theme, the, you know, the Limp Biscuit version of the theme is so much yeah. better than the Bono, uh, Bono and the Edges version of the theme in, in the I first agree. one. I agree. And I like that <laughs> version. But yes, I agree. This version is much it's, better. And, it's okay. and it's pulsating at the end. I, I, yeah. really, but I really, the last, like I say, I don't go, the last half hour, it's lovely to see that you can pay off do you know, what would be described as a bit of an unsh- a bit of a shaky bill. Yeah, you know? do you know the uh, worst thing really about that film? Mm. Do Do Grey Scott just is appalling in that movie. Like, I don't know. I don't, we we didn't. He's I don't not convincing. That, he's not a convincing bad guy. He's 
he just I don't know. He seems to he, he, like Dean Grace Scott's one of those actors that under the wrong director mm. can't control his like he needs a good director to get a good performance. And Wu, for all of his talents, is not an actor director. Right. Yeah, look, I mean, I, I I can't disagree with what you just said there. Before, I, certainly I, not, I, not not a Western actor director. Anyway, no, but I just, I just. But I will say, I thought I know. I think I think he holds up pretty well. I actually, think he's like, what I just, Yeah, I wasn't. I think he lets the movie down for me. Fair enough. He must, listen. His my regret must be he letting it overshoot for so long that he missed out playing Wolverine. Oh, uh, I mean, you know, but I yeah. can't see. I can't even see it anymore. I can't no, see the idea of him no. Wolverine. But I, I just I just think it's a thing. really weirdly paced movie as well. It is. It, like, no, it does, I'll tell you what, I've forgotten how abruptly the final act comes. Yeah. It, it, and, it, I, I liked it. I didn't have a problem with it. And the whole stuff how on the island just with, switches. Yeah. With Fandy Newton as well, which is just weird. This Tandy is way, really... ta- Tandy way Newton. Yeah, sorry. She, she's, yeah. Anyway, sorry, go on. No, I, um, I, think, I think it all plays out. I think it, it really does play out in the end. It's, and it's satisfying the conclusion. And also Hopkins isn't as bad as I remember. For some reason, I thought he was bad in it. He's not at all. He's, okay. He's good at it. He's I just, think, he just clearly did a day. You know. I still think that probably on balance, Mission Impossible 3 is the best Mission Impossible movie. As in, what I mean is that it's the not the best action one, but yeah, no, it's not it's the best balance, balance, balance. of, I agree. of story, intrigue, yeah. action, villain. Yeah. And Philip C. I was saying to Niffy, Philip Seymour Hoffman, sorry, Philip Seymour Hoffman, is fantastic and it's a completely unlikely villain as well which works yeah. really well yeah, yeah. he's well. he's definitely the best like it's the best balanced film like mm. five you know four five six, six have better yeah. action for yeah. sure yeah but it's you a, know I mean, four five and six are all spectacular and what yeah. i liked about five is it five yeah five with sean harris I, I don't want to spoil it. The ending. It's it's, but the ending is what I like is how low key that ending is. And, yeah. I, and when I when I first saw it in the cinema, I didn't. I yeah, you hate. I remember you not liking it. It wasn't. Like, I hate it. I just. I didn't like it. You, you're not. You've never been a fan of action films that don't finish with a big action set piece, right? Well, and that, that one was kind big. of a. It doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to be big, but it has to feel satisfying. But when you get into the psychology of it. On the rewatch, it's, it's brilliant. It's amazing. It's one of my, yeah, it's amazing. It's one of my favourite blockbuster endings ever. When I, what well, I agree, actually, in hindsight, and what it was, it was just in the moment, and given how spectacular five, although I think six beats it even more, but it's just, it's, it just felt on the first watch anticlimactic. That's all. Yeah, and I, I, do what, I don't think I, I don't think I'm wrong about that. It's just, it's just appreciating it better on the rewatch. Yeah, I think because you go in rec- expectations of it being like if. Well, yeah, the film if, tells you. The film shows you. Yeah, crazy. and if 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 Top Gun Maverick had ended Ooh. with like like a bunch of people in a room discussing Tom Cruise's career and deciding right. that yeah you know, you'd be like mm, this isn't really the film I came to see, but you yeah. might actually go well on on hindsight in hindsight that's actually not a bad ending and it you know but so this ends really I uh, yeah I love I love the end of Rogue Nation I think it's a really really surprising film and I was just like yeah. oh. And yeah, Sean Harris is fantastic in it. He cool. is incredible. Well, look, the only other oh, film on. I have... oh, wait, wait, wait. Sorry, we haven't actually finished. So the actual last film I saw, though, it was old. Sorry. Oh, we had a twenty-five minute conversation we... about that. I, I thought that was the one. It was, no, it was Wanted, which, by the way, holds up incredibly well. Wanted from two thousand eight. From two thousand eight, the James oh. McAvoy, the Mark Miller adaptation. Oh my god, I cannot tell you how much I'd forgotten about how that film i gave it a six but that's true but that's true it's funny i'd it's been a long time since i watched it and again maybe this is because we're getting so much crap at the moment 
and there's good stuff out there, but we are getting some pretty crap out of the moment. Um, Wanted is really, really enjoyable. Like, really. Oh, like, is that pure... the one about the weird loom machine? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I remember that feeling. about it. I, I, I would I would recommend. I saw Netflix. I watched it on. Uh, I've watched I Netflix. I've got a, I've got a list of forty films. Oh, no, no. Brand all I'm saying. <laughs> all I'm saying is you could do a lot worse. Um, it's um, it's it's almost ahead of its time in terms of how people are feeling. Yeah. About things these days. I'm not just talking about the action. I'm talking about the world. It's, yeah. It's somewhat ahead of its time. Um. Okay. So the only other film I've watched was a a, a Shudder horror called Death Valley, which was meh. Ah. Meh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. It was crap. Um, but it passed the uh, passed a very late train journey um, yeah. uh, home. So yeah, I'm not even going to touch on that. But it's on Shudder. It's it, there are better things on Shudder by mm. far. But I like the fact that Shudder are buying cheap horror films and putting them out there and giving Absolutely. these films that used to go right direct platform. to Asda. Yeah, it's the right platform for it. Platform people going there. You know, well, for people like, like say, me, people going. <laughs> well, people go. To, yes, exactly. People go to Shudder. Like what's new, basically, and that's yeah. cool. Or, or what haven't I seen? That's cool. Yeah, there needs because... to be like an action version of Shudder, right? I agree. I, I, I mean, well, look, the, the action version of Shudder used to be the video shop on a Monday, Monday. Yeah, <laughs> you'd no, go to the video shop and you'd find all the you know King of the Kickboxes and all the new stuff from the nineties. Shudder's almost that for horror. I'm having such yearning for those days at the moment because and here's the thing and i said this from the start right i said this for many years and and knowing that like places like sainsbury's are taking out dv have taken out dvds Mm -hmm. and i'm sure tesco's and asda will follow eventually like hmv is better than it's ever been but they only have limited shit you know like i used to love just walking into a video shop and going oh what the fuck's that? Oh, that's got like uh, that's got um Lauren Avedon on it. Oh, I right. watch that. Exactly. Or exactly. oh, Matthias Hughes is in that one. I'll watch that. Or you know, um, oh, that's a new Dolph Lundgren film, and yeah. you could just go in and rent it. And it's so much e- like Discovery just doesn't exist anymore, unless you are a massive blockbuster or you pay Netflix to get in their top ten or or, or whatever. However, shit works these days. Like it, and it's such a disappointment that like. Like I used to love sitting in Blockbuster for hours, just walking around, looking at what's come out and what I haven't seen. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I miss those days. N- you know, Netflix Absolutely. is very good at some things, but it's, but anyway, let's not waste time talking about that bollocks. Let's get on to what we want to talk about. Which film do we want? Let, I tell you what, let's go with the least egregious of all of them because we can get memory out of the way pretty quick. Okay, sure, yeah. Um, for Here's the obvious joke. For a film called Memory, it's quite forgettable. There you go. Yes, true, obvious true. it's unmemorable. Um, it's really long. It's really obvious. Um, it's really like Liam Neeson looks 150. I was going to say, he's starting to look a little bit like a scarecrow. He's starting <laughs> to look a bit worse. I, I know how, I, how mean I sound. <laughs> he's starting to look very, has he like dehydrated or something? I'm, I'm, I'm not actually not, making jokes. He, he genuinely looks, looks old in this film. He looks like, he looks like everything's been drained out of it. It doesn't, it's not even that he looks bad. Bad is the wrong word, but it looks like he's just super thin, thinned down. I don't know how else to. I think you it. said it best about memory. This is the best of a bad bunch. Yeah, it's the least bad one. I mean, look, Mal- Martin Campbell as a director helps a bit. I think he keeps things moving along reasonably well. Uh, it's still I bloated, say, I didn't, though. I, it is it's, too long. Like, it's funny. There's it's too funny. many story threads and characters. And I agree. 
But what is basically an assassin refuses to shoot someone and yeah. therefore they then come after him or he then goes after them and a cop's investigating along the way. It throws in all these random characters for like, like, like Monica Bellucci's husband, yeah. partner, then son. I started getting, because they all look the same as well. Her son looked the same yeah. as the other bloke. And I was just like, hold on, isn't he dead? I was like, oh, I'm I'm really confused about who who's doing what to whom in this film. And like the problem is I didn't care. I was texting you instead, going, yeah. Well, this is a bit dull because I just, I just wasn't engaged. And every so often, like an okay action sequence pops up and you yeah. go, Oh, that was all right. Um yeah, yeah but- I, I don't disagree. I, I will say I never felt but it's it's seeing that it's one hour fifty-four. I will say I didn't feel it was that long. Bearing in mind I, mean, I was working while I was watching it and stuff. Um, but I never felt it was too long. I will say that I think the first half took too long to get where it got because I feel like the last half is kind of where all the action is, really. Yeah. Uh, or maybe maybe last maybe last two thirds or something. Um, I did like the economy of the action scenes, and I thought Guy Pierce was in like kind of a different film almost, like yeah. he was kind of on the trail, wasn't he? I thought he was good at it, and I think that under a lesser director, it would have been I, under if it hadn't been Martin Campbell. I'm just saying it just because he is a generally good director yeah i feel like i would have turned it off into i would like the honest thief and the mark um the marksman or whatever i mean i i the ice road within 20 minutes i'd stopped and like <laughs> this one i didn't stop and i'm <laughs> oh, glad i didn't but i i agree well i'm just saying but like but like i feel like you could do a lot worse than watch it i can't i can't call it good because again that's the wrong word but i do think all the action is strong in it pretty strong actually yeah, like it's all competent and well staged and everything. That's it not is, the best reason to watch a movie. <laughs> no, it is definitely in. in it. It's in definitely it. in my bottom ten of the year so far. All oh, right, okay. one film away from Blacklight. <laughs> mm. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, Blacklight is the much worse version for me. Like, I, I, I think I told you I got to a point where I, I genuinely thought the film was ten minutes from ending. Yeah, and then, yeah, I and then it like doesn't. Fifty minutes or something, and I was like, oh no, 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 no. Like, I, I. I I wouldn't have been surprised if if you know if uh, Bruce Willis hadn't been cast in this first. If this had been a I, Bruce Willis yeah, movie, I would have been I like, get you. yeah. Do you yeah, see what I mean? Like, be, but he never would have been cast as the Neeson role simply because he wouldn't have done anything. So, I don't, but I everything Neeson did was pretty much by himself. He was barely with anyone for the well, entire yeah. Time. No, no, I get no, but but oh, he's, the, he's the quite, quite thing. But his outside yeah, memory bit, loss acting was. I just, didn't understand. Yeah, I didn't understand. I will say, first of all, the title is bland. Just memory isn't good. I mean, the, the original title of the Belgian film was The Memory of the Killer, which isn't great, but I can, yeah, at least that's something. It's, it's, Just saying memory, it could be a sci fi movie, it could be. Yeah, anything. it's, it's, like, it's like, really they, it's like they're boiling black light, memory. Yeah. Right, yeah. Murder. It's just words. It's, just like, words. it's, it's, they, it's like they've at got least a... the marksman. I mean, The Marksman is a film, right? If you call a film The Marksman, you could probably rename. 60% of any action films you watched in the last four years, Marksman. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, you literally, you could rename it. At least it sounds like know. an action film, but Blacklight. Right, exactly. And Blacklight yeah. sounds like a weird porno. Does it, does it ever come up? Is it just the name of his, is it his code name? No, it I don't literally never Blacklight comes came. up in the whole, I think it comes oh, up yeah. like, like for two seconds. Right, like, okay. To the point where I'm like, why is this film called Blacklight? Um, I don't remember at all. Look, it's the least egregious of the bad films I've watched yeah. this week, but even so... I should have watched Conair. Um, oh yeah, totally. We all should have. <laughs> so let's go to. Oh, very quickly though. Did we ever touch on Interceptor? 
No, I don't, I've not, not seen it. It's thoroughly... You, you need to watch it because if I've suffered, you need to suffer. But it, okay. it's, it, it, is, it is awful, but I did watch it to the end because I couldn't stop laughing. Oh, at how yeah, that, that piece of shit that's on Netflix. Elsa Pataki. That... Yeah, it got Elsa Pataki clearly greenlit because of Hemsworth being in it brief, briefly and then probably because he did Extraction 2 and that new thing, Spiderhead or so. I, I just... When you watch it, you... I would be amazed if you weren't just how is this? I, how is this? How is she the lead? And it is, I'm not kidding, right? Barring a handful of minutes, it is die hard in a room. <laughs> in a room, not even die hard on an oil rig, which it is kind of on an oil rig. It is die hard majority in a room. In a room. He, she's in one room. There is a door between her and Luke Bracey and his bad guys with a window in it so they can sort of communicate. And it is, it is the majority of the runtime, it's her in that room and him and his bad guys in the other room. And, they, and I'm not kidding. You are I'm not selling point, this to me, Ross. At one point, no, no, at one point, a bad guy pops out of the floor and fights her, right? Which was absurd. But then you go, why don't they all just now do that? Why don't they all oh. just go in at the same time and, and kill her? Okay, <laughs> like, two things. Well, I'm not amazing. sure what's more surprising, right? A, that it's diehard in the room and it's got the best can poster ever of missiles coming towards yeah, the oil. It's oil purely, with a city yes, in the background. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. That's it's, not a giant, it's amazing. It's not a giant octopus. In the yeah, yeah, yeah. Guy like coming out the water. And yeah. secondly, do you know how old she is? No. Right. I'm looking at a photograph of her now, and mm-hmm. I would say if I would say from that photograph and maybe the clip that I'm seeing from the movie in the background, mm-hmm. I'd be like, if she's a day over thirty. 233. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. She is the same age as me. Oh, wow. Oh, good for her. She looks amazing. She was born in July 18th, 1976. Oh, I mean, she looks looks amazing. She can't act. I'm sorry. It's really hard to understand. It's really hard to understand what she's saying at all times. Also, the film, you have to watch it. The the shit goes down, right? There's a whole weird flashback you think about, which is like super wokey about how she got like removed and it's hard it's all very broke. basically a general gropes her ass it's so pathetically gropey it's so silly and so wokey and the, don't, I, mean, I know this shit probably happens but it's such a terrible motivator for our lead <laughs> oh, character sorry. but secondly she just quickly she joins up on this oil rig nuclear defense thing right it's her first day right it's her first day don't give don't give away too much i might want to watch this no i'm not ruining anything because it happens in the first few minutes it's her first day and the shit goes down about seven minutes after she starts her first day. It's um, insane. You sort of need to watch it because, yeah, just as we can go. Yeah, no, no. So this is completely unrelated. I was on IMDb looking at that, and there's an article in the corner that said famous siblings, yeah. and I accidentally uh-huh. clicked on it. And it's I, my mind has just been blown by the most obvious thing ever, right? right. Leave Schreiber, yeah, obviously very famous, scream and, and yeah. Uh, yeah. And I was like, and it, the next him is a picture of Pablo. Schreiber. Oh, Pablo Schreiber, yeah, of course. Yeah, I had no idea they were brothers. Yeah. <laughs> My, and, now, and even looking at it, I'm like, they're definitely not related. But, like, you know when you're just like, you don't put two and two together? And sure, of course. I literally just... Anyway, right, let's get on to... Yeah, well, I think Brass, Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, the, I mean, which one? Let's go Men, because we're probably going to talk about it oh, less, because it's a less God. big film. Yeah. Everything I expected about this film came true. Yeah. 
I, and it's funny, I, I wish I'd seen it because remember, I was going to see it like the day we recorded last, or yeah. we just couldn't. And I sort of wish I had, except it was terrible. And the only positive thing I can say about it, Niffy and I went to see it at the wonderful Genesis Cinema in Stepney Green. It had got incredibly comfortable. If you ever get a chance, Studio Five is Stepney Green. <laughs> you have like armchairs and footrests, oh, nice. and it's just wonderful. It's a wonderful cinema. And to just to put it all into perspective, movie. right? Well, just to put it all into perspective, we, as we were leaving, as other people were leaving, so there was about, I don't know, there was probably like 20 people in there or something like that. Literally, everyone was just going, that was awful. That was, that was terrible. Like, everyone was like, that was rubbish. I mean, I was one of them, obviously. But people just going, that, that sucked. Like, it was just a terrible film. <coughs> there you go, we don't have to say anything else about it. It's terrible. It's just... You know when you sit like literally, promise, but it's absolutely terrible. Like people were walking out of the film, and I haven't seen people walk out of a film in ages. Yeah, Yeah. Um, I was, I I gave it a four. I think I might have been slightly generous because, like, I did like the weird birthing bit at the end. Sure, (laughs) yeah. So did I. No, I like there was look visually, it's great. Rory Kinnear was a Rory Kinnear is Rory Jesse Buckley was great. No one does anything wrong in it. The acting is fine. But why doesn't she, in that whole birthing sequence, surely, surely, they all should have looked like, is it Papa Esadu, the guy who plays her husband? Surely they should have all looked like him. Or surely they should have given birth to her. I don't know why they give birth to him. If they they give birth to him, why don't they all look like him? Why do they all look like Rory Kinnear? Because I was thinking we were going to end up seeing some sort of weird family photo of her and Rory Kinnear's like her dad or something. Yeah, you know what I mean, or her brother, or something. I think because, by that point, because why is it here? Pretty much. Oh, it doesn't matter. Out. Oh, it doesn't matter at all. But just because none of it actually matters. And the ending, the very ending. I don't mean that ending. I mean the very ending when her mate finally turns up, and, and we don't get anything. That made me physically furious. It made me physically furious. There was a point where, when they, when there's this birthing and birthing and birthing, right? There's a point where I just went. I looked around at Nicholas and said. I'd just go to bed. Like it just keeps <laughs> happening. happening. I, I, I said, if I was her, I'd just, I'd just go to bed. Just Wake up in going. the morning, see what happens. Right. Because what, what's the point of hanging out? You're not, because she's not doing anything. She's not doing anything about it. She's not trying to escape. She's not doing anything. She's not trying to kill it or anything. I just, just go to bed. Because what's the point of her even being there at that point? I just, um, and then, and then it sort of looked like she sort of did by the end of it. She sort of just went and just sort of wandered off. And I was like, what? Why? What? And then we cut, and then she's in the lounge with her husband. I was just, this is just wank. It's not as clever as it thinks it is. But, but isn't that Annihilation as well? Annihilation? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Such absolutely. a smart sci-fi this is film. A, this, is a worse, this is a worse version of that. This is also what I was saying, <clears> where there are going to be people saying, you know, if you don't like it, you, you just don't get it. Yeah. You don't, you don't get it. And it's like, I do get right, it. Here we go. Shit. Hollywood Reporter. The fact the outcome is wide open to different interpretations. Yes. Is it shit? Is it really shit? Is it fucking awful? Or is it terrible? Um, makes men a more ambiguous work than Garland's sci-fi horror hybrids. Ex Machina Annihilation. It's also more menacing and vis- vis- viscerally creepy. Well, but for birthing sequences, yes, of course. But That's- it doesn't matter. It's not for any. It doesn't give us anything. Cronenberg's body horror always gave us something. Yeah, always, always. Like Videodrome, this gives a point us nothing. Like this gives like rabid the, the, everything. There's a point to it. Well, this there's, is probably the closest 
the closest to this is probably society, right? Yes, but it, but but society has a lot more to say. A and, and also, more to say. Or and, something and, and to say. I know that there's the idea of it being cyclical, right? Presumably it's toxicity gives birth to toxicity or something like that. Who cares? So what are you going to do but, about it? You're not going right. to do anything about it? You're going to do anything about it. Other point, though, would this would this whole message not be slightly stronger if it was delivered by a male director rather than a female director? Um, hang on, isn't he a male director? Sorry, wouldn't it be better if it was delivered by a female director female than a director. male director? I, My apologies. I would like, okay, so here's the thing. I would like to say yes, except I'm not sure about that because I feel like it could get even more weirdly but i just i just can't, for me very, I, just, I, know, I know what i just said there but i just yeah i don't but, i don't know if that's true i do think that maybe it should have been co-written by a woman with him though maybe it maybe. just felt like i just There's felt like a man lecturing men on the toxicity yes. of male and i was like women. yeah yeah, yeah and i, I was just like yeah. Mm. so so we're also, mansplaining just, also, toxicity here is what we're right, doing so, yeah exactly and but not really even not really even explaining it and not really attempting to do anything about yeah, it but that's that's the not ultimate mansplaining to... isn't it right we're, we're like, well, this is what toxicity looks like from a men's perspective For, yeah well even if if that and then like there's no satisfaction at the end of it there's no um one of the what things is... i did quite like was the scene where the vicar, the creepy vicar or whatever, um, says to her, have you thought about the idea that if you'd apologised, he wouldn't have killed himself? Yes. And here's the funny thing. That's supposed to be a thing where, where it's like, he tried to blame me. I don't think he tried to blame her. I think he asked her. I know that he, he's creepy and weird and, and all that shit, and it's all horrible. But has she ever stopped and thought, you know what, if I'd have just said sorry, even if she, even if she didn't mean it, I'm not saying she had to mean it, but he would then do something even less stupid. Because here's, here's two things that I want to know. Right? I know, I know that sounds. Two things I want to know. What did she do? Because she had one scene where she takes phone calls about numbers or something, right? Yeah. We have no idea. If, we, if we're bo- really bothered about her, what does she do? I don't know. That's one thing. Secondly, why were they actually getting divorced? Because I know, I know that we see that he's controlling and manipulative and blah, blah, blah. We don't really see a lot of that, though. We mostly see her saying it. That's fine. But it might be nice to have a bit of that. Did he cheat on her? Did she cheat on him? Did, like, what actually, I, I just took it as the fact he was getting... violent. I just took it as the fact he was violent. I, but I don't know if that violence was of I the... Just don't... There wasn't enough explanation. He hit her, which was terrible. Yeah. That was terrible. That was awful. But he was immediately... Sorry, and I'm not saying that's acceptable. He should never be allowed near her again. I'm not saying they should be... <laughs> he should be gone out of the picture. But I would have liked some background on... You see, we never saw them when they were happy. No. Ever. And some contrast in that might have been interesting. I just, I found the it's whole too film much. very one note. It really was. It never, right it up until the, told that, you that the ending. Yeah. Amazing birthing bit where I was like, oh, yes. this could, this is, looks like it's going to be really interesting. And then it just, then it wasn't, then it just wasn't at all. I know, just like, Annihilation was terrible, right? Yeah. Like, and I know people out there are like, oh, Annihilation is so smart. It's such an amazing film. If you don't get it, it's because you just don't understand. That's sci-fi. what I mean. That's what I mean. I don't, I don't think most people understand anything. I don't, I don't understand how they go, but it's, it's really good. Right? So for, Why is it really good? So for balance, the Hollywood Reporter on Annihilation, to be sure, the climax delivers copium amounts of blood and guts and tension and look away temptations. Did it? No. Did it? But blood there are enough guts? interesting surprises in addition to the narrative promise to provide the presumed and now quite desired sequels. 
Nah. Thank God they haven't arrived. That's good. <laughs> yeah. I love I that. Just... Listen, I've said it. I've said it before. I really like Dex Machina. I'm not saying it's perfect, but I really enjoyed it. I, I thought it was okay. It's still, Garland is not topped. Like, I don't know if he's only writer. I think Garland is a better writer than he is a filmmaker. I agree. And, you know, Quite 28 agree. Days Later is such mm-hmm. a fantastically written, paired back horror. So here's the question. How much of that is him and how much is that Daddy Boyle interpreting it? Or John, you know, very or, or potentially John very... Hodge doing a, a rewrite. Uh, yes, yes. But I'd be very curious to read the original script. Yeah. I don't I'd know. Like, I just, uh, I just, I, I, went in, I went in with the expectation of I've not really loved an Alex Garland film. Mm-hmm. And in fact, two of them, I've, I, well, one of them at least I've actively hated. Mm-hmm. And I left going, I still haven't liked an Alex Garland film. I now hate at least two of them. Yes. I'm probably not going to give it a third unless, well, I say unless the review said it's fantastic, but the review said it was fantastic for yes, Annihilation. Yes, it's because they're lying. They were, it's because, it's because they're lying. They <laughs> Sorry, I don't, they're so, lying or they're stupid, I don't know. Let's, let's go from that to a film which really, really, really is quite poor, but for very, very many different reasons. Jurassic World Dominion. Okay. Or Jurassic first, Yawn, as I think I texted you. So my first question is, given the actual plot of the film, yep. right, which is about the locusts destroying, well, the, the biosyn-engineered locusts. Which is basically all crops, Swarm, right? The Michael Caine film? Yes, yeah, which destroying all crops which are not biosyn. So biosyn yep. are trying to control the, the world food supply. What have dinosaurs got to do with that? I, I have another are the question dinosaurs for you. Relevant, are the dinosaurs relevant in any way to the story of the film? No. I have another question for you. The end of Jurassic Park Fallen Kingdom, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, mm. 12, 12, mm-hmm. put your fingers up, Ross, count 12. I know you have I 10 can't. fingers. Yeah, I was just Put a couple of toes up. 12 <laughs> okay. dinosaurs escaped into the world. Mm-hmm. Chrono- chronologically, Three, three or four years, years later, three, three or four years, yeah, yeah. there are now millions of dinosaurs. Yeah, well, certainly thousands. Certainly thousands. thousands. Yeah. Everywhere, by the way, everywhere. Everywhere. They, no, and, 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 and we are told in what is one of the greatest news reports of all time. And at some point, dinosaurs cross the ocean. Yeah, without how that happens. <laughs> like, surely they would have had to have got a ship. Like, what are they talking about? They yeah, like the a, tyran- what, a tyrannosaurus just just jumped on an easy paddled. jet flight. Paddle, it paddled or paddled, paddled. <laughs> very badly with his Pedal- short pedalos, arm. massive pedalos. Like, it's a dumbest. So, it's a dumbest. so we've gone from in four years we've gone from no dinosaurs, <clears throat> twelve dinosaurs <clears throat> to <Yeah>. literally <clears throat> thousands. I would say tens of thousands of. It's dinosaurs. definitely th- well, unquestionably thousands. Is it's got to be tens of thousands because they're all over the world, right? Right. Okay. Sure. Tens <clears throat> of thousands of dinosaurs. Did it, did you pick up on the idea that like during the moment, so it starts off with a recap, which kind of makes sense to be fair. And then you get this kind of montage of like what the world's like now. And there are people like just driving to work. And then like there are dinosaurs like trampling down the road. I'm like, who would be driving now? Why would you drive to work? I'm not talking about military vehicles. Wait, like, I'm not talking about like ambulances or emergency no, services. No, no. There are just people commuting. All right, Dude, why would you COVID, do that if COVID forced everyone to like, smash like. around your, your, your yeah. highway? 
Like what, we were scared to leave the house because of COVID, right? Listen, if you're not in the accounts department by nine o'clock, you're fucked. Yeah, <laughs> but we were, we, were scared to, we were scared to leave the house because of COVID, right? Yeah. Now imagine there's dinosaurs in the street. Mate, I would not be leaving my like, fucking randomly, house ever. It's not, it's not like very one area where everyone avoids it. They're like literally running down everywhere. the street. All 12 dinosaurs How could you fly everywhere. anywhere? You can't book flights anywhere because no. dinosaurs patently attack. Like, which also, by the way, biologically, evolutionarily, is nonsense. They'd be terrified. They wouldn't touch planes. You know would, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But, but like, how could you plot any flight plans anywhere? Like, what are you talking about? Unless, of course, they fly at a certain height, maybe. That's the only yeah. thing I think. If they only fly at a certain height and you avoid that. But I still don't. It's just I have a question so for you. So stupid. Right? It's ridiculous. We all know that Colin Trevorrow was going to direct Jewel of the Fates, the last Star Wars movie. But he was fired. Sorry, what's Jewel of the Fates? Well, I that's what, that's what Rise of Skywalker was going to be. It's going oh, to be I Jewel of the Fates. Oh, I Much see, better yeah. title, by the way. Um, yeah, I agree. And, and so he was going to direct that. And then he got fired because, yeah, apparently, A, the, he might not have been the easiest person to work with at times, mm. and B, because Fallen Kingdom didn't do very good business. No, and it was proper lousy. Yeah. But I'm guessing in that version of Jewel of the Fate, he would have reunited all three of the the current cast of Star Wars and all three of the historic cast of Star Wars and put them in a... Do you see where I'm going with this? Yes, there's a similar pattern going on. Yes, he basically... This is the Star Wars movie he didn't get to make with dinosaurs. I see. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I mean, there is not like. Firstly, let's just kick off with how fucking awful this film looks, CGI yeah, it, wise. Yes, yes, I agree. I agree. Jurassic Park has better boring. CGI. My daughter yeah. came out and said, "Why was the CGI in Jurassic Park better than this?" He's like, right. "That's a very good question, Emmy. Yeah. Very good question." So, it, but not just CGI. The cinematography, the, the muddiness. The visual style, yes, the visual style is completely... So here's another thing, right? Let's talk about the, the character thing, because the trailers kind of told us how, how bad this was going to be. In terms of, you, one of the reasons, let's face it, one of the reasons why the audience wants to see this film, it, it, just stretching here a little bit, is to see the older characters and the newer characters together. Like you yeah. say, like Star Wars, there's definitely something in that. And the trailer, the trailers showed you that that wasn't really a thing happening in the trailers at least right now in the film you'll have to correct me if i've got this wrong i think the whole group are together maybe twice there's a bit where the the they get together they get together because of the rescue from the vehicle i remember that yeah and then i think it happens again near the end i think yeah i think and that's that's all i remember but here's the thing they don't know each other. Like there's, I, I know that people have heard of Doctor and Malcolm or whatever, but they don't know. They're not family. They're not people who've worked together before. Or any, you know what I mean? There's no real attachments to them. But there's this weird moment, which has to be intentional, which is where um, Jessica Chester, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, sorry, um, because they look identical to me, steps into there's, there's like There's like an empty frame. <laughs> That's a very good joke, by the way. And, yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. I'm here all week. Bryce Dallas <laughs> Howard enters this frame, as does uh, Laura Dern. And they look at each other and they kind of go, with their eyes, they kind of go, wow. 
because <laughs> for real, for real, I'm not exaggerating that. They kind of go like they never met. They don't know who they fucking are. They don't, there's no reason for them to like what? And they kind of like have it, and that is like for the audience. That's got nothing to do with the story. There's nothing. It's such a weird and and and, 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 the, film, and the film moments. and the film can't keep the cast together. The film just has to kind of go, okay, they have to, there's a bit where, and I know this is slightly tangential, but it's, it's right. <laughs> Sam Neil, by the way, how fucking sexy is Sam Neil? Oh my God. Oh my hey, God. Well, do you oh know what's weird God. though? I never oh. picked up on it, that in the original Jurassic Park, yes. Laura Dern was like 20 something and Sam you know Neil was like 40 Niffy something. Niffy Richards yesterday, I think, I think Laura Dern was 24. I had no idea. I, Laura Dern's always looked 41 to me. So <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> she's, it's, it's, she's exactly no the disrespect. same. I thought no, she no, was 40 no. something. But, but it's like, it's, it's the, um, it's the Tony Collette thing, right? Where I, right. Did, I I've obviously had no, yeah, no, I was just, I was like, I thought oh. there was maybe 10 years. I thought there was like a 10 year. There was well over 20 odd years difference well, between well them. Over. I had no idea. But and you know when you just go, oh, that well, so. that's yeah. like, all manner creepy. of creepy. Creepy. <laughs> so, so that, that's up. And even the way they talked about the part... See, this did wrong what Maverick did right. When they get reunited, the whole Maverick thing about we figure out where the husband is, right? Yeah. That throwaway line from the daughter. Jurassic World Dominion did it the wrong way. When he went to the kids, to the, I've got two kids now, can you believe it? Da, da, da. And then he goes, and how's Michael or something? <laughs> as in the husband. And he goes, oh, but was it Michael? I don't know, maybe not Michael, but how's, how's the husband? And it's like, oh, well, blah, blah. And I went, this is awful. This is, Maverick did that scene, the same scene. Yeah. So much better by doing less. It was so much better. And, and it's worse because Dominion, we know that we've seen the characters before together. Yeah. In Maverick, we've never seen... Like you said, we've had Penny Benjamin mentioned in Top Gun. We've never seen her. No. And we so what I'm saying is Maverick had less to work with and did it better. Yeah. And Dominion... Well, I was just like, that just and shit the bed. It's such a small thing, but it's like, it's so important. The one small plus I'm going to give Dominion is it does mm. use a lot of animatronics. Okay, fair enough. The negative enough. of that yeah, is... They don't they blend like, the animatronics with the no, CG very well. No, so you can fact, easily tell what's animatronic and what's CG so because it moves like this. an animatronic and CG. You know, you know the little dinosaur, but um, just um, sorry, <laughs> you know the one they rescued, <laughs> one they rescued at the beginning. Yes, in, and then you see it again later on, and she sort of touches its nose or something, its horn or something. That dinosaur looks like. Do you remember the TV show Dinosaurs? Yes, I do. <laughs> It looks like one of those. And I'm it not, literally looks like it's come off the it's set. It's eyes. Yes, it looks absurd. Like it looks, it doesn't look real. It's cute as fuck, but it doesn't look real. <laughs> doesn't so sorry, this is the thing I was getting to with the character, sorry. Um, Sam Neill and Laura Dunn. Um, sexy Sam. Sexy Sam. We're going to call him Sexy, sexy, sexy Neil. And Sexy Jeff. <laughs> like, let's give some shout-outs to oh, Jeff. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, no. Jeff, Jeff like, looks like a real, that... like a, uh, what's he called? Uh, oh, something hips. Like Snake Hips, Snake Hips Goldblum. Honestly, like when, when Sam Neill right, and Jeff Goldblum were both on screen, yeah. I was just like, I could go gay for either but of it, these guys. But and again, probably that, both at the same time. But again, that nearly never happened. They didn't even put all what, three no, of the characters together. Well, no, that's fine. No, you're totally, that's fine. We're all gay for What I mean is they didn't keep all three of them together. A bit like no. um, fucking Force Awakens again. Like they didn't even keep the original three together for very, hardly at all. But sorry, there's a bit where they start getting shown around the lab, right? 
Oh. Then you cut to Malta, and you have that chase scene that finishes. <laughs> the finish is not too bad, but the, the chase is pointless. But, by the I way, by the way, before we go on to the chase, mm. what's the easiest way to kill a human being? Is it to point a laser pointer at them and get them to get chased by a um, a velociraptor, or B shoot them with the with a gun with a laser, I made with a laser joke, pointer? Attached. I made the I made well, it's not even a joke. It's an observation about Fallen Kingdom. They're using the thing that they talked about at the auction from Fallen Kingdom, where they made yeah. this whole description of, <laughs> so what you do is you get your target in a room with a dinosaur, which is insane, <laughs> and then if you paint the target with a laser dot from this gun device, the dinosaur will attack it. Uh, if you've got a gun device, you just shoot the person. Why do you, how are you going to, imagine getting your target into a room, and the target's going, what's that dinosaur doing here? No, it's nothing, it's fine, don't worry about it. Do you want, do you want a biscuit? Do you want a biscuit? Um, what's that thing you're holding? Nothing. I'm just trying to turn it on. Wait a minute. Like, it's just fucking... It's what? Yeah. so... Why are you pointing a gun at me? It. I'm not pointing a gun right. at you. I'm it's pointing a, gun. a it's laser pointer at you. Look, look, look. Can you see the dot? Look, it's a dot. Why is that dinosaur growling? It's just fine. Like, <laughs> like, listen, that person deserves to die. Like, if that person doesn't get the fuck... If that person walks into the room and sees a dinosaur or can hear... <laughs> rumbling from a large box in the other end of the room <laughs> whatever <laughs> just, just leave but that's the key thing right it's a, and how like can you imagine right i'm going on an assassination mission yep yep cool where am i going i'm going to malta cool so what, what are you packing what? i'm just taking my velociraptor with me my velociraptor in a crate in uh, a crate wheels i'm then wheels. gonna move the velociraptor in a crate i was say wheels for the crate and then when you get there the when you get there you've got then got to move that to the assassination site get and then you've got to get the people, the person, to the to the right? Yeah, <laughs> like, I've never gone so deep on this. How do you love so them? In? How do you love right? them? How do you love them? Peanuts? How do you love people? It's just a we used to do a drug deal, right? So, so you can imagine, like, imagine, like, um, there's that great bit in Heat where where Al Pacino is at the, the Al Pacino and the guys are at the um, the the freight yard and yes. De Niro's oh, yeah, yeah, team yeah. are watching them, right? Yes, of course. Yeah, now can you imagine that whole scene? But in the, the background, dinosaur. all you can hear is a cage going. <laughs> and then Val Kilmer paints them and a, and a velociraptor right. run. It's like, I'd never even gone that deep on it on how it's fucking so ridiculous. It's, as they were saying it in the auction, I was like, that is the most, <laughs> have you listened to yourself? Like, are you listening to yourself? And this was a perfect example where she's literally painting them with a yellow, yeah. with a red dot. And you're like, well, if only that had a gun attached to it, this story would would not it would, would be, be dead. done. I'm just dead. So stupid. Um, the by the way, after, you know... the, after the motor chase, though, and, and a friend of mine <laughs> po pointed out something else. At the end of the motor chase on the plane, when the velociraptor gets oh. taken out by the bike, and yep. it falls, there's a wide shot of it falling, and there should be another velociraptor there, and it's not. Yes, it's been it's been chased by two. Also, also that whole that whole sequence, Mission Impossible for uh, Mission Impossible Dominion. Right. Like, who is Chris Pratt? I mean, other than looking, I have like, no idea. What Chris Pratt them. looks so fucking bored. Uh huh. And he looks. Yep. Not being disrespectful, he doesn't look like he put it, put much effort in getting into shape for this film. I either. agree. No, no, I completely. I trust me. I saw that. Um, he's, he's gone. He's gone a little bit. Um, uh, oh God, um, Mar uh, thingy from Bad Boys, Martin Lawrence. Martin Lawrence. 
You know, That's you a know, weird comparison, but I'll take no, no, it. No, no, but do you know Martin Lawrence, how, how <laughs> yes, in Bad Boys 3, he, he yes. yeah, let's yes, be honest. Big, had to wear a lot of big shirts. Had to wear um, a lot of baseball baseball sweat. And I had to do an old Kevin Smith, right, where you wear, wear the old Here's, here's the thing, though, seriously, though, the, the water scene finishes, right? Are we still big on chase that? <laughs> big chase sequence finishes. We cut to the lab again. And Sam Neill and Laura Dern are with uh, the guy who turns out to be a, a plant or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes, have you seen everything you'd like to see? Do you want to see anything else in the in the lab? And it's like, I was like, that, what? They're still walking around. The, how long has it been? And, and, and that, what is, what that, is and, and also that really horrific bit where he goes, you can't go down there. Down there is the secret lab. Oh, and I know, so... obviously, that pays off later. But you're just like, really? It's so stupid. It's um, so he might as well have been nudging them and winking. I, I want to give a shout terrible. out, and, I, and I, I think I felt really sorry for um, uh, Isabel Sermon, and I'm not going to diss okay. her like a 16 year old for yeah. like her performance. She hasn't got a she, character. There's no character. There's no character, and and she's directed really badly, and she does yeah. not come across well. She like, could be listen. She could have been a lot worse, quite bluntly. She could have been a lot worse. She was. She wasn't good. She could have been a lot worse. Her character is stupid as fuck. But other than that. And like, like, I saw the, the whole film. Can I tell you one I will slag off, an actor I will slag off? Go on. Is DeWanda Wise, who plays oh, oh, Hans, the, the one that, Han like, Solo. Han yeah, Solo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The region. one that just halfway through the film just decides, I no longer want to illegally fly out 15-year-olds to bases. I've now got a conscience and I'm going to be a good person. Yep. And... At one point, she's telling Chris Pratt what she did or something. And obviously, she then tries to help or whatever. Fine. He just looks at her and goes, thanks. <laughs> I was like, what? And she, I don't know. I haven't seen her in other stuff. I've been trying I've been looking her up. I haven't seen her in other stuff. And she might be a better actor in other things. I think she's dreadful in it. Like, every, no one's particularly good in it. Although Sam Neill is great in it. Um, Sam, look, Sam Neill, Laura Dern and Goldblum are really she was and good. Also, in I like. I like Have you not seen Scott The Heart of well. They Fall? No, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, The Heart of They Fall is brilliant. Yeah, I really good. Really, really good. She's all right in that, actually. I will say um, that Campbell Scott, as the, 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 the Bezos y Bill Gates type character, oh. aside from his awful death, which is terrible, his kind of uh, mumbly performance, I, I actually quite like. I thought it was quite good. I, I just. BD Wong, though, needs to stop being. Inv- I, love, I used to love BD Wong. Is this all he does now? Campbell Scott was just like, I, I'm sorry. He, he was like okay him. in it, but yeah. I am so bored of seeing the the Tim Cook, um, yes, like the, the stereotype of that guy. Of, yes, yes, you are. Right. Like what yeah. a tech villain now looks like. It's like yes. okay, so yeah. so you want me to be a tech villain? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to play it like an evil Tim Tim Cook. Oh, good because we haven't seen five thousand of them this year. Yeah, no, BD Wong was fucking awful. I just he was bad. Well, again, what is this character doing? I need to make up for my actions. What the what? And it, like, man. did you did you get the point? Did you how many times did you look at your watch? Uh, I, I I gave up, but yes, I did quite a bit. Because I I got to the point where I'm quite like a bit. You know when you sit there and you just kind of go, where oh, are, my where God, are we? when's it finishing? Just get on with, and I love the fact. Wait, how does it? I'm not joking. How does it finish? Because I don't remember how it finishes. Uh, it I, literally, I everyone gets on with everyone, and the, the the dinosaurs all get put into Italy, and yeah, um, that's right. So, so here's a thing, right? Like, like the plane is going to crash, right? Mm-hmm. The Wonder Wise, Chris Pratt, Bryce Dallas Howard, Chastain are about mm-hmm. to crash, and 
and they eject Bryce Dallas Howard Chastain right into the that. park of dinosaurs. Yeah, and then right. they just kind of land the plane. The plane crashes, but they're all okay. It just crashes, so they're fine. <laughs> but they literally just ejected her into the park of dinosaurs. And I'm sorry, the trailers promised right, dinosaurs in the real world movie. Right. And we ended we never up. See that. With, we never see that. We never no, no. see that. Do you know what we ended up with? Jurassic park. park. Yeah. Again. Park yeah. Fucking yeah. hell. Yeah. Like, except for Malta. Except for Malta, unless I've got it right. And the montage at the beginning. You never see like dinosaurs taking down the Empire State Building. Or no. Where. We literally watched. You're right. They've literally made. Because, because the dinosaurs don't count. They don't. They're not. No. The they made story. six of the exact same movies. Yeah. Literally, Jurassic Park is set in a park. Jurassic Park 2 is set in a park. Jurassic Park 3 is set in the first park. Jurassic World is set in the the first park, but slightly changed. But bigger. Jurassic Park Fallen Kingdom, half of it is set in the same park again, which now, by the way, that's the fourth movie we set in the same park. Um, And half of it's set in a mansion with 12, 12 fucking dinosaurs. And the third one... And, and, and... And a dinosaur that can jump through a window, which is amazing. Yep. Yep. And, and a dinosaur that knows how to sneak around. <laughs> it literally sneaks around in her bedroom. It's so funny. And why would it do that? <laughs> well, I better be quiet. It's a fucking dinosaur. Well, it's the same one, same as like the stealth dinosaurs that apparently can uh, can get on planes and get tickets <laughs> to go and kill people. And then the, <laughs> and then the final... So, no, dude, I've just realised... How the dinosaurs made it across the ocean. They, they put on raincoats and hats and stuff. <laughs> no, so literally, is that Rah. like that Jim Henson TV is that show, one, right? One, one ticket to Baltimore, please. Rah. Rah, 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 rah. Yeah. Would okay, you like an aisle seat or a, or a window seat? <laughs> <laughs> would you like an in flight with like in flight food? <laughs> and, it happened, and it happened thousands of times. Are you guys in the air hostess? You'd be like, tell you what. That, that fucking large guy, <laughs> that large guy with the small arms in 12B is a bit grumpy. Yeah. <laughs> We're all on like the sun deck of a ferry. Are you checking is, any this is my This is my sun lounger. It's okay, leave it. He's probably like Oscar <laughs> or something. <leave> <laughs> oh, it's so bad. And it's so bad for all the wrong reasons. It's just, it's just bad. It's lazily made. The CGI is poor. The film is so repetitive and it takes yeah. forever to get basically back to where we started in it's the first Jurassic Park hours. movie. It's two and a half hours. So I'm going to be controversial here and I'm going to throw this out and I'm going to say there's only one great Jurassic Park movie. Yeah. And it's called Jurassic Park. And yeah. all the rest are just... Is that controversial? Some people like Jurassic World. I, I still, to this day, it's taken enjoyed, me three times listen, to enjoy it. Listen, I enjoyed it. I can't call it good, but I, I liked being back in the world, you know. But it was just Jurassic... But my problem with Jurassic yeah. World is it's Jurassic Park. My problem yeah, with Jurassic Park, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, is it's Jurassic Park 3. And, if you know... That. Like, if it's that. not as good as that. The, the, my problem with Jurassic World Dominion is it's not anything. It's just shit. So, right, this year, blockbuster-wise, aside from Batman, mm-hmm. which I'm still not 100% sure you could call it a blockbuster. I mean, it, it is. It, it's just not a... It's not a um, 
a standard blockbuster, but it is no. it is of a level. But other than that, wise and IP wise and stuff, it's about it's a blob. But other than that, like Top Gun, yeah, is the only decent blockbuster this year so far. Uh, yes, in fact, it's and, not just decent; it's fucking fantastic. Uh, it's fucking fantastic. I'd call, I'd call Batman decent. I'd call Maverick. Fantastic. Uh, I think Batman is fantastic. Um, mm. But like, other than that, and other than Thor, which is coming up, which is Taika Waititi. I am not excited about that at all. I'm super excited about it because it's Taika Waititi who, who yep. has made the best, one of the best Marvel films yet. Yeah, I'm really worried about. I'm is, really worried about it. Why? <laughs> is I it just based on the recent I, no, Marvel I, shit? A little, a little bit, but also I think the trailer's pulling a basis, which I think Hemsworth's hardly in it. This is just my guess. I don't think Hemsworth's hardly in it. I really do. I'm looking forward to Guardians Three. I hope. And I am looking forward to God of Thunder, but I am genuinely a bit nervous about it. I'm, I'm less keen on Guardians 3 because Guardians 2 was just such a mess. It, it was, but I think that Gun will be reinvigorated, I think. I hope so. I don't know. I, yeah. think, I think you're wrong. I think, I, think, um, I think Hemsworth will be in it a lot. I hope, I hope that's true. I hope that's true. Because you know, let's let's be honest. If, if not for that, I just if I don't know what else there is this year. What else? What else is coming out this that's year? That's a sad state. That's a sad state of affairs. Like what? Is, what? If else you can't think of anything other than Marvel, that's really quite worrying. <clears throat> like we've got well, Light Lightyear. I want to watch Lightyear. That's come out. Uh, I'm, I'm curious. About El- that, Elvis yeah. doesn't interest me in the slightest. I want to see it, but it's not a blockbuster. It's like. Three hour movie by Baz Luhrmann, which is literally I'm, I'm out. I'm no, I'm, interested. I'm interested. Like Minions, Rise of Gru. I think you well know that I am not a fan of the last two Minions movies. No, so but I think it'll be fun. Hopefully, I'll still see it yeah. because you know, um, Lo- Love and Thunder. I'm just looking down what else is coming out. I, no, yes, I agree. But Jordan Peele. That's not that's not a blockbuster. Not a block, block, not a block, blockbuster. That's it. That's the last la- bullet at, train in August. Yeah, it's not going to be a blockbuster either, but it's um, it'll be a, an action movie of some sort. But that's it, and I'm not like, looking forward to that either, to be honest. There's nothing else good. coming out this year that's big so far. No, I, I I'm with you, but then again, you know, it's partly the, the issue of the last few years. Crimes of the Future, I'm interested in, but of course, that's not a blockbuster. Uh, Black Adam. In October, okay, Black Adam, maybe, maybe. Uh, again. My, my, my rock fatigue is, is well and truly, and then there, we've got another Marvel watching. movie, which is the one I'm least looking forward to, which is Black mm. Panther Wakanda Forever. Is that coming out this year? Yeah, 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 November the 11th. Mm. And I'm, I'm like, like, that's I'm a film that I'm just, yeah. Oh, and of I'm course, no, about. Ross, don't worry, don't worry. Oh. We have two films coming out this year that are going to save cinema. Oh, no. One I'm being slightly <laughs> I'm already, sarcastic about. I'm already worried about, but okay. So Shazam: Fury of the Gods. If it's as good as the first one, we might. Is be that okay. coming out? Is that coming out this year? Yes, December. I'm excited then. Just you know, yeah. December the 21st. I 100 percent will be delayed. Um, but the film that's going to save the world this year, Ross, mm. and we'll end on this because I know this will get you super excited. I know, mm. I know you are, you can tell I'm building this up to a joke, can't you? Uh, mm. I can tell this is the film that you are just going to be like, oh my God, I cannot fucking wait. That's going to make this rather average year much better. Are you ready? Are you ready? Okay, okay. Are you ready? Okay. Avatar, The Way of Water. Oh no. So Ross, where can people find out more about you? <laughs> I don't want anyone to find me now at all. Um, 
it's at Ross Boyask and all the social media things at Evo Films UK to follow Evolutionary Films and at Vengeance Film UK uh, for uh, following the Vengeance franchise. And www.rossandphiltalkmovies for more on <coughs> this there podcast. Um, you can uh, find out more of me on Letterboxd if you go to philscriticalreview.co.uk um, and I'm on all the all the faces and the instas and the, the tweets as well. So feel free to do whatever, really. Follow me, block me, <coughs> whatever. Um, so that's it. So that's, uh, well, I mean, we, we've taken apart Men, um, Jurassic World, Dominion, Memory. I, I forgot what it was called again. <laughs> I wasn't being yeah. funny either. Um, this has not been a good good week for films. Let's hope it gets better. Excellent. Let's hope. Um, so, Ross, uh, look, uh, it's been a pleasure as always, my friend, and we'll be back um, shortly. So, uh, look, thanks for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and uh, share the podcast for other people that might like it. And uh, we'll be back with another episode um, when we can. Take care. Bye. Cheers. Bye. Bye.